Good evening and welcome to My Poor Friends. This is Jamie Q-Tip recording in the studio tonight with my co-host in crime, Michael. Michael, say hello. Hello. (laughs) Oh my goodness. We're off to a good start. We're off to a great start. Uh, okay, so... Hello! <laughs> hello! Okay, stop! We can get... <laughs> this. We get so much feedback about how we can just get so totally sidetracked. Okay, so... That's the point of the show. That's what I say. Um, so, you guys may not have picked up on this, but my BFF is gay. No! All of my BFFs are gay, but my two BFFs... My Everybody two, should have my, gay friends. My two closest BFFs are... As a matter of fact, gay. Uh, okay, so I wanted to, because we are filming, of course, in the month of June. Recording. It. What did I say? Filming. Oh, recording. Well, it's kind of going on film, right? There's no film. There's kind of like a film. There's no film. Okay. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. We're all, everything's digital. <laughs> well, yeah. Even, even if we were Even if we were filming, there would yeah, be no it film. Would still be all recorded. You're absolutely correct. It'd be digital. Okay, but back to the topic at hand. So we wanted to record an episode that was for Pride Month. Represent. Uh, oh God! You have just no street cred. I have street cred. Uh, you really don't. But anyway, I have street cred. so we struggled because we like to keep this podcast light and airy. We like to talk about things that are fun. Um, of course, very first thing we thought of was the Birdcage. Birdcage is just one of the funniest damn movies in the world. But then we're like, what can we pair it with? And I thought about Rent because that is another you know, movie based on a musical. Um, I thought about, is there another Nathan Lane movie that we could add to it? Like, I I just, I could not come up with something. So finally, Michael and I were together yesterday and we were talking about things. And what did you Google? Uh, Gay movies like Birdcage. The Google is our friend, folks. I'm like, that's a little on the nose. But we got back. Yes, but we got back in and out. The Kevin Klein movie that we yes, it's just fantastic. So Tom Selleck. (laughs) So those will be the those (laughs) those are the two movies we're going to talk about today. Um, I had to go back and watch The Birdcage. Good movie. It's It's on Hulu right now. By the way, if you if any of you have a Hulu subscription, it's freaking hilarious i mean it's just hilarious i cannot even tell oh my dog is she farting no she's she's having a nightmare oh the poor puppy is dreaming she's dreaming of tom Selleck. yeah it might not be a nightmare she might be like look at me tom Selleck. look at me that's right come here tom Selleck. i'll get you (laughs) so if you guys hear daddy (laughs) if you hear some noise in the background that's molly she's sleeping and apparently really excited about something okay so uh the birdcage could be wilford brimley Mm. The birdcage set in gay Mecca, Miami. Miami. South, South Beach. Beach. Yes. <laughs> Nathan Lane and Robin Williams. And Hank Azaria. Let's not forget Hank Azaria, the gay butler from Colombia. Okay. so here- Guatemala. Oh, I'm sorry. Guatemala. Guatemala is too yes. hot for Robin That's Williams. right. <laughs> okay. Um, so- My Guatemalan. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 1996. Uh, so long ago. Yeah, but it's like- 
isn't that about the time you came out? Probably. Yeah. Maybe. I thought that was interesting. 96? Uh, yeah. Rotten yeah. Tomatoes has a 79% approval rating. That's I'm surprised it's not higher. Exactly. Me too. That I, I was hysterical. disappointed it was, it's not higher. It's been nominated for several awards, including Academy Awards, Golden Globe. They won the Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. That's good. They, they should do. They deserve it. Yeah. They call out Gene Hackman. Oh, they call God. out... Yes. Uh... Look, okay, I just need to bring this up right now. We need to okay. get this. This is this is I know this is something that's haunted people for years, right? Gene Hackman, when he is dressed up in drag to escape the bar at the very end. All right. Yeah. Does he not look exactly like Phyllis Diller? <laughs> he does. Now I want you to think real hard. Have you ever seen Gene Hackman and Phyllis Diller in the same place at the same time? Uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna go Google that. No, never, never. <laughs> Gene Hackman is Phyllis Diller. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> Done. Done. Podcast over. Right. Drop the mic. I'm going to drop my mic. <laughs> I didn't do it this time. <laughs> that was last week. That's true. But or we'll two see. Two weeks or three the, weeks. Or the night is young. That's true. I haven't thrown it at anything yet. But. Not yet, but you never know. Um, so Steve Martin was going to play Armand. No, really? And Robin Williams would play the role of Albert. I can see Robin Williams fine as Albert, but I have a hard time with Steve Martin as Armand. I think Steve Martin would have a hard oh, time keeping it, you know. As non-funny. Yeah. Right. Because Robin Williams, which, look, traditionally you wouldn't picture Robin Williams being able to play the straight guy either, right? And by straight, of course, I mean the non-funny one, not That's the right. not That's right. Not the non-gay, right? yes. He's clearly Because there's nothing straight about that man. And a Jew. Come on, leave the guy alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but... He did an excellent job. There is no doubt that Robin Williams did an excellent job playing the, you know, the the, the, the less foil funny. to the dramatic one. Right? That's right. Yes. And so here's what was interesting. So Steve Martin ended up. Right. So Steve Martin ended up having scheduling conflicts, and he couldn't take the role. I am grateful for that. I think I love Steve Martin, but I. So then they brought such on a good part. Such so then they story. yes, but they brought on Nathan Lane, and so Robin Williams says, "Hey, make him." You know, because I've just done Miss Doubtfire, and yeah. I feel like I've done enough drag for a while. So he ended up taking on that part of Armand, which I thought that was interesting. Uh, and then, of course, Nathan Lane took on Albert, which is just an iconic role for him. Starina. Yes. All right. Hank Azaria was chosen after his role as a TV producer on Quiz Show. Do you remember a movie called The Quiz Show? No, I do not. I don't either, but apparently, like, because I, I guess he was pretty, you know non-known at the time i mean i don't remember Hank Azari in anything before birdcage or really anything after to be honest with you okay i know he's been in stuff but i can't think of anything it's night of the museum i i really All remember right, night, of the night of the museum um, but even in night of the museum it's the second one right he's not in the first one that's right um right. so the interesting thing about it is that he was his character just dressed uh nathan lane's character and there was another character that was a butler and they decided oh. that they wanted to expand Hank Azaria's role. That's a good choice. So they rolled them all up. I guess the butler was originally going to be David Allen Greer, which I was surprised. And I guess they decided, you know what? So because they liked Hank Azaria so much, they just wrapped all of it, everything up into that one character. And That's a good choice, I think. Yes, because I got to be honest, the funniest parts of that movie to me are Hank Azaria. Well, he has the slapstick parts, right? He falls down because he's wearing shoes. The he's shoes! He's mop, he's dancing around. He has all the slapstick Well, parts, yes and know? no. I mean, Nathan Lane is pretty over the top, dressing in drag. Well, the slapstick isn't so much there, though. With Hank Azaria falling down and when he's doing the thing in the kitchen and he spills the soup and they all fall down on the soup. I mean, Hank, he's really the, the, okay. the, the three stooges component of the show, right? So listen to this. 
That was unplanned. I completely believe that because it looked they like laugh. it hurt. They laughed. They laughed. Like, like, if like you it watch. Hurt. It, looked yep. it looked like a rough fall. It really yep. did. <laughs> when Robin Williams slips yep. on the kitchen floor, yep. he that is a real fall. Yep. yep. He slips on some shrimps. Mm-hmm. He sure does. Um, Sweet and sour peasant soup. <laughs> You're so funny. So nasty. I, it really is. Oh God! <laughs> the look of that—that's another great scene in that movie, though. When he serves the soup, and they all taste the soup, and it's all awful, and they all reach for the bread at the same time. <laughs> They're all like, "Ooh!" <laughs> and then nobody eats the soup, and then Christine Bronsky, oh, love Christine Bronsky, yes. comes back, and she's like, "Oh, the soup is fantastic!" And they're all like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Ah, Cal- Christine Bronsky. So Callista Flockhart was chosen because she had done some stage roles that uh, people were impressed with. So she's supposed to be eighteen. In the film guess how much guess how old she was when she uh, 22 when they 23 24 31 she is not i shit you not man that's well weird. that's what the internet's tell me i, I, mean, I feel like I, ally mcbeal was around that time i right? know that's right i always feel like i need to put a disclaimer on my podcast that says any information given in this podcast was searched for on the internet usually and, five minutes before we start no that is not true <laughs> that's today but that's not, not true. today yesterday uh so anyway uh hank azaria was a year younger than her on that movie. And I know this because... She does wear a lot of makeup in that movie. She doesn't. No, she does Look at the, the scene when she they're in the car. Maybe it's just bad lighting. I don't know. But she looks like she's wearing a lot of makeup in like there. Like I said, so I, re- I re-watched this today and I was still shocked that this woman was 30 Oh, no, absolutely. Old. I agree. That's surprising. But how old is the... Boy, the Val. Who plays Val? What's I, his name? Nobody knows. Think. Nobody no, knows. No, he's been in other shit. He's also... Val turns up in Will and Grace. That's right. Will and Grace. Oh! Val is Barry. Karen gay nephew in Will and Grace, our cousin, I can't remember. And uh, they all want to make over Va- they want to make over Barry and they make him shave the beard and he turns out to be super hot and that's when you go, holy fuck, that's the guy from the birdcage. <laughs> but no. I can't remember how old he is. Yeah, he's in Will and Grace. He's the boy, he's Barry. All right, let me look here. Jack dates him for a couple episodes. Oh, nice. All right, so uh, I can't think of his name. Dan Futterman. Yeah, Dan Futterman. Dan Futterman. I guess we see him in anything besides Will and Grace. Uh, he was in Capote. I liked Capote. I did too. Uh, he was in a couple of TV series. He was in Sex and the City, which I remember. Um, yeah, not a ton. Cute guy, good actor. Did a good job in this role. Love the part where he's drinking. And they're all drinking in the kitchen, and they're like, "I've never had so many things go wrong so fast." <laughs> you know, there's some fantastic scenes there. True, there really are. I agree. So I was surprised. So the reason why I know Hank Azaria was 30 in The Birdcage is because I guess he was filming Heat at the same time. I don't remember Heat. So- I remember it was around. I think I probably watched like, the episode here, but I don't really remember anything about it. Bless you. Oh, my God. It's Sorry. disgusting. It's everywhere. Stop. Just we need stop. some Purex in here. Purell. Purell. We need Purell. I don't know what Purex is. I think that's laundry soap. <gasps> we probably need that too. <laughs> Just okay. Helen, Helen, give me some correct. Goddamn, Helen. Um, all right. So anyway, he was filming Heat, and he would film overnight on that movie, and then come into the set for the Birdcage in the morning hmm. and film all day long. So he would record like eight. TV. I thought Heat was a TV show. He, I just know he would work like eighteen-hour days. Oh, man, that's dedication. He did that on his thirtieth birthday, and when the director found out, he's like, "Go the fuck home, man." Oh, it's your birthday. I was like, that's nice. Aww, that's that's nice. a nice feel good story. Yeah, but you know, cocaine does that for you. No shit. This is the 90s. The original working title was La Cage of Foles. Birds of a Feather. Oh, really? Yeah. Glad we changed that. That's what I say. They said that some early versions of the script still have that on the front of it. Huh. Uh, I, you're going to love this. I'm going to love it. Nathan Lane. Is it about penises? I, no, I think you're probably going to get this. There's but a lot of penises in the show. Nathan Lane based his drag look for Mrs. Goldman on. 
I'm guessing you could guess this. Mrs. Goldman? Yeah. The Coleman. The the girl Remember they go back and forth with Coleman with the Goldman. Name? Coleman That's right. Yes. No, I don't know who. Barbara Bush. That makes sense. I can, right. I'm like, oh. I absolutely see that. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then there were times that the director, Mike Nichols, was laughing so hard during their scenes that he had to be covered with a blanket so that he didn't ruin the scene. <laughs> I, I can believe that. I thought that was hilarious. So they would do a real take where all the actors were forced to actually follow the script and actually do. And then they would do just a wacky take where they could just say whatever they wanted. But I guess they were improvising so much that he's like, no, we're, we're going to shut this down. You have to do one take and then do you can do one with all the improvisation. That's hilarious. I thought so too. I hear that's kind of common on Robin Williams movies, though, is that he would frequently go off script. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know. Again, you know, you never know if it's true or not, but it makes sense, right? Because his, if you've ever seen his comedy stand-up, you know, routine, it's a lot of his movies they feel like his comedy show, right? That's true. You know, when he gets on a rant, yep. you know. So I feel like a lot of his movies that comes through. In. Yeah, I can see that. So I absolutely loved The Birdcage. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was. You know, Gene Hackman as the Republican moral Such a good casting. committee of the moral, whatever, whatever, was just... Your money's on the dresser, chocolate. <laughs> I thought it was just so good. And um, then, of course, to your point, I, I just... The one thing that, that stood out for me during the movie, though, was the fact that Robin Williams' performance had very little like comedy he has his moments he has the you know the fossy 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 scene where he's telling the guy how to dance and to keep it all inside yep but for the most part he doesn't play the humor component yeah he's funny yes because he's not funny that's right (laughs) and so that it's almost comedically tragic to Mm me i was like oh but it's good it makes you think because because i complain a lot about how actors are one trick ponies and they always play the same part and this is Robin Williams demonstrating that he is not, that he can yes. do everything. And True. I like it when actors show something different. Mm-hmm. I, I like actors. I love actors. You know, I love, you know, I don't know, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones basically always plays Tommy Lee Jones. And I love Tommy Lee Jones. But you don't expect Tommy Lee Jones to play, you know, Robin Williams. No. But then he kind of did. So, you know. Yeah. So, again, great movie. Is there anything else about the birdcage that you think of that... You're like, oh my god, this was so epic. This was such a a critical moment of this movie. No, not off the top of my head. Why would you got in your pocket? Nothing. Oh. I'm ready to move on to my next movie. Oh, to in I and want, out. I want to give you an opportunity to say I'm anything sure else about the I'm sure we will come birdcage. back, but okay. no, do in and out. All right. So in and out came out the next year in 1997, uh, starring Kevin Klein, Tom Selleck, and Joan Cusack. Cusack. Joan Cusack. I have a hard time because uh, we have similar last names, so I might say it wrong, but it is Joan Cusack. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a 72% approval rating, which... Ah, Birdcage wins. It does, but just barely. So this is what I thought was interesting. The entire movie was inspired by Tom Hanks. He, I know, you're Why? looking at me like, what the it. hell? No, but apparently after he did his, got his Oscar for Philadelphia... The, oh yeah he had said in his acceptance speech i want to thank my teacher so and so he like cited two different people one was a classmate one was a teacher because they really showed me what authentically gay was so i could portray it on screen and so you know that's uh who is that is that what's the actor's name there it's tom hanks no 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 the guy in the movie that does it that outs kevin klein matt Dillon. thank you I matt Dillon. Matt yes Dillon, yeah 
And okay, so, so that's where that scene comes from. That's then. right. And so I thought that was really kind of amusing that that's what they did. Um, and so, yeah. So, of course, recap of the movie. Matt Dillon gets on stage, gives his Oscar acceptance speech, outs Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein is like, no, no, I'm straight. And he's got this girlfriend of eight years that he's never done anything with. And interestingly, I think Kevin Klein at this point still believes he's straight. I do too. I do too. As many or people at that time deep did. deep in the closet, right? That's exactly. right. So then it's the whole process of, okay, he gets a lot of attention from the media. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds. Ah, that's the best scene. I think that's probably the best scene. Right after the after Matt Dillon outs him, Debbie Reynolds and Wilford Brimley are on the door, knocking on the door, staring at him like this. That's <laughs> right. It's fucking awesome. Do you have anything to tell us, son? <laughs> it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. And Wilford Brimley, you're not going to get an operation, are you? <laughs> Wilford Brimley, Mr. Quaker Oats himself, talking about an operation and having his dick cut off. I mean, come on. That was... <laughs> you know, he had diabetes. He was the face of diabetes. Remember? Yes, he was. I'm Wilford Brimley, I have diabetes. <laughs> not that I'm making fun of diabetics, just Wilford Brimley, because Wilford Brimley was also, a, you know, just a gruff and abrasive and... I don't know. He was a very masculine <laughs> man. Yeah, see him addressing. I have diabetes. <laughs> it just, it, it just and also be asking. Funny, yes, right? I know. So Matt Dillon plays the former student Howard who wins the Oscar portraying a gay soldier. The Oscar he wins is a real Oscar. It's Kevin Klein's. Oh, cool. That's what I Let's thought. Let's borrow it for the show. All yeah, right, right. right. Okay, so the other nominees for, and you're going to love this. Oh. The other nominees that are nominated for that same win are Clint Eastwood for the movie Coot. Coot. Paul Newman <laughs> for the movie Codger. <laughs> Michael Douglas for Primary Urges. Oh, gross. <laughs> and Steven Seagal for Snowball in Hell. That's ah, awesome. Right? I'm <laughs> like, that's hilarious. You know what my favorite Steven Seagal is movie, right? What? Executive Orders. I, I don't remember one Steven Seagal movie. Because Steven Seagal dies in the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie is fantastic ever after. First five it's, minutes, that movie was right. It's perfect. <laughs> um, so it's included among the AFI's 200 list of the 500 movies nominated for the most funny. I can believe that. Right. American Film is hilarious. It really is. I love, so, and, and for me, I love Kevin Klein. Oh, yeah. But I love Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck does an excellent job playing the normal straight guy. And, and, and or the normal gay, gay guy. guy. Yeah. It, that's right. It's like, don't work yourself up. You'll get yeah, there. So, so am I. Yes, you'll <laughs> right. get there. Right. Like, he's just so he's controlled. Like, oh. And, yep. And yep. I love that. I think that's great. And then, of course, when Joan Cusack gets left at the, well, not left at the altar, he tells, she says, I do. And he says, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I can only imagine what that feels like. Yeah. And then we have the whole scene where she talks about how she lost all the weight and she, and he picked out her hairstyle and picked out her dress and picked yeah. out her outfit and shoes and, you're like, Jesus Christ, woman, how do you not see this coming? I know. <laughs> I mean, I know it's the 90s, but still. <laughs> so I have to say like my favorite scene or or the one that I think about like, oh, that's in and out was the tapes on how to be a man. How to be a man. And then he starts Stop dancing. dancing, sissy boy. That's right. Prissy pants. So how did you do? <laughs> <laughs> not well. Like I thought that was absolutely yeah, that's hilarious. that's pretty awesome. Untuck one side. Oh, only one side. Oh, you hate this, don't you? <laughs> that's right. Be messy. <laughs> Hilarious. It is. That's an awesome bit. I kind of want to see you do it right now. I don't have my shirt tucked in. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I got so, the French tuck working here. I, I got you. Um, 
So here's the other thing that I think was hilarious. So it's kind of a running joke that throughout the movie, Kevin Klein loves Barbara. Yeah, Streisand. Streisand. Right. And they are, he's tries to deny it. And when they get in their fist fight over They get Yentl. into the fight. And she was Aldo, too old to play Yentl. Yes! That's the best line in the damn movie. Oh, I she don't was know. too old to play Yentl. I don't know. My personal favorite is when the old women are all gathered up at the church and Debbie Reynolds talking about how she's never going to have grandkids, blah, 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 blah. And the woman's like, let's all tell secrets. And I hated the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> that to me was fucking hilarious. All these old women staring at her like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> and then they start talking about their husband's penises. It's awesome. <laughs> it kind of goes like this. <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting. So Matt Dillon, I think, did a great job in the movie. Yeah. He even did though, a really good job. like, you know. Small part. But, it's it, small. but still, you know, it was good. So he brought his supermodel girlfriend. They get into a fight. Do you know? For God's oh, sakes, eat something. Uh, eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. Elizabeth Hurley was considered for the role of Sonia, all right, the girlfriend. Been all right, I think. I think she'd have been all right. I agree, but wasn't she him? older? And, and I'm, I'm not sure. It's the 90s. Right. I'm wondering if that's just me remembering her as old now. That's hard. Because well, she looks like exactly the same. I know. The oh. bitch. Well, when you're rich like that, you know, I mean, you. we watch her in the Royals. She's good in the Royals. Have you watched the Royals? Not yet. It's good. She's yeah. good. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I can't really remember... Elizabeth Hurley in the 90s, my only real memory of her is when she plays the devil with that Brendan Fraser movie. What was that? Uh, Bedeviled or... It's like... Endeviled or something. No, Bedazzled is no. If we had a producer... Again, We would ask. I think it's it's Bedeviled or something like that. It's Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley. She's the devil and Brendan Fraser has all these terrible wishes and they all get fucked up. I remember. Hang on. Give me one sec. I'm Googling. I'm Googling as fast Uh, as I can. It is Bedazzled, so go fuck yourself. Bedazzled? I shit you not. why, Why is it called Bedazzled? That doesn't make any sense. She's the devil in Bedazzled. But I don't know why they called it Bedazzled. I don't know. He doesn't bedazzle anything. There was a, there was a thing. He <laughs> Me, I'm Of all the actors we've talked about tonight, he's the least bedazzled of them all. <laughs> I'm saying maybe bedazzled had a different meaning. Maybe, but I don't remember it. I don't remember. I mean, I saw that movie once. It was all right, but it's not the kind of movie I'm going to watch again. I mean, maybe on FX if I have four and a half hours to sit around and do nothing. True, but I remember Elizabeth Hurley and Austin Powers. And she was hot in Austin Powers. She but Austin was, Powers but I, is later. I, and I thought, no, it's not. It has to be after I, I, and out. Bedazzled Bedazzled is 2000. No, in and out. Oh, yeah. I don't know when in, in Bedazzled But Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me was 1999. No, it was the not. The International really? Man of Mystery was 1997. So they're the same year? Uh, she's not in the first one, is she? Is she in the second? Oh, she is in the first one. Heather Graham's in the second one. That's right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 1990. So same So she'd have been all right, if that case. Because, I mean, she's I not... think of her then as old. I think it's because she has a bigger stage presence. I think it's because Elizabeth Hurley oh, brings a certain nice gravitas to the show. Well, because I think it's her voice. She's got that really powerful, really sexy, sultry Can voice. you believe that motherfucker Hugh Grant cheated on her? And I love me some Hugh Grant. Well. With a I prostitute. Mean, I don't. Well, that's weird to me. Although, I guess maybe if, if you're Hugh Grant, Tiger Woods does the same thing, right? So maybe it's bigger. Maybe you think if you pay for it, then you don't. People will keep their mouth shut or something. I don't know why you think that. But I don't know when you're that kind of famous how you don't think it's going to get out. You know That's what I mean? right. I mean, so, if I am a prostitute only making this amount of money. You bet your ass I'm selling that shit so to someone. I, and maybe that's what happens there. I don't know. But I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Hugh Grant cheating on Elizabeth Hurley. I mean, you have no idea what their relationship was like. Their relationship could have been absolutely terrible. Maybe they hated each other, but they couldn't break up because everybody thought they were the perfect couple. You know, it's like that movie uh, with John Cusack and um, 
Shit, I can't think of what the name of that was. Well, uh, it's uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Where they hate each other, but yeah. they pretend to be a perfect couple because they're good. It's good for their careers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. that's the situation. You know, I think that probably is probably not that inaccurate. You know? Yeah, I I see so that. So I could see that happening, and he probably got fucked over, and they came, and you know, he got caught, and that yeah. was the end of that. But if I remember right, wasn't it something really weird? Like they didn't like a Denny's parking lot or some shit. Who? Hugh Grant and the prostitute. Wasn't that weird? Wasn't it something like that? <laughs> no wait that's huge that's tiger woods isn't it where he does they they like make out an ihop parking lot or some shit <laughs> i think that's tiger woods okay i'm still on your john cusack that's america's sweethearts yeah that was a good movie okay who's the who's the producer in that that tries to keep them together he was funny it was billy crystal yeah that's right that's right that was a good which movie. i've already scheduled time with my bff of a different era my college roommate so are they gay She's not. You said all your BFFs were gay earlier in this very episode. Well, I, I so she was my BFF in college. We need to cycle back around. In college, did she experiment? I don't know. We need to find out. Not with me. Let's find out in the first episode, in the first uh, five minutes of that episode. All right, I'll see what I can do. Right, but yeah. we'll do Tease something else with her. But anyway, so so back to we'll in and out. a couple of vanilla scented candles and some Birkenstocks <laughs> and see what happens. Bitch, I own Birkenstocks now. <laughs> I know. I, love- I chose my words carefully. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Birkenstocks. I know. <laughs> Fuck you. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be Let's be honest. <laughs> you also have a lot of keys. Can I just point out? that our lesbian friends don't own Birkenstocks. But they do have a lot of keys. They do, but they don't own a single Birkenstock. We don't know that. They could hide them from us so that we won't make fun of them for being a gay cliche. I wouldn't. I love my Birkenstocks. They they, but they love me. they could be afraid that we would make fun of them for being a gay cliche. I mean, I hide my life. You love saying you. the words gl- gay cliche I mean, because they rhyme. Kind of. Gay cliche. Kind of. Like, it's, it's a thing. Sassy. Sassy. <laughs> I would hide my Lycra hot pants from you. No, you would not. <laughs> I would. You would wear those every day. You're right. Like, I, when not anymore. Ten years ago, I would have. <laughs> ten years ago, I probably was. When, not ten years. Twenty. Wait, we're... Never mind. <laughs> when Mark made his... So, this last year, I had a Halloween party, mm-hmm. and Mark was the golden stitch. Snitch. Snitch. And he had a Lycra spandex suit with wings. And he was so excited to show it to you because it was. I remember he was cute. He was a big old daddy. Yeah, he's a daddy. Mm -hmm. Like, did you know Tom Selleck shaved his mustache just for In and Out? I didn't know he shaved it for In and Out. He didn't have it in In and Out, but I didn't know he did it for. He shaved it just for In and Out. I mean, I think that was a good choice for Tom Selleck. Quite honestly, I like the scene without the mustache now. You do? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Tom Selleck's mustache. I think he's like an attractive man, but I think the mustache doesn't do him any, any doesn't do anything for him. It doesn't necessarily make him any less attractive. Yeah, it just doesn't to me make him better. I think he looks better clean shaven. But I'm not a facial hair. I like facial hair on me. I don't like facial hair on my partners. That's because you're you just are lazy and don't want to shave. <laughs> There is a certain component to that. <laughs> so I, although when I do shave, it takes a lot longer than if I shave myself completely smooth. Yeah, because I do the little trimmed up. Around right, you have to do again. special. Right. Like Mark has a beard, and I. So he, he just not curly. I, well, he does. It well, just kind of. Yeah. So I like a lot of facial hair. Uh, I grew up with a dad who had a mustache his whole life. I, I've been yeah. around. 
Porn stash. Porn stash. That's why I think it is. It looks like a porn stash. I think that's why I like Tom Selleck's. No, I'm talking about Tom Selleck. Yes. It looks like a porn stash. I agree. But then, you know, Burt Reynolds has a porn stash, too. And, and I like his porn stash. I didn't like Burt Reynolds all that much. I thought he was fine, but I mean, Burt Reynolds movies, I could take him or leave him. They're all that kind of, you know, country, you know, smoking the bandit kind of bullshit for the most part. Yeah. Until striptease. When he covers himself in Vaseline. Do you know I've never seen striptease? You gotta see striptease. This is fucking hysterical. You got t- you got Burt. Everyone told me it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was terrible. But you got Tom. You got so I'm Tom- like, I don't want to spend time no, no, watching you're that. You're gonna enjoy it. It's so bad. It's funny. All right. You got Burt Reynolds completely greased up from head to toe in Vaseline. He's standing there in his boxer shorts, his cowboy hat, and his cowboy boots, and he tells his executive assistant, "I can feel it squishing between my toes." <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh. He's like, I don't know. He's like the governor or the district attorney or. Some famous person. I don't know. Yeah, Some no. Figure. Yeah, I'm good. It's funny. It's funny. I feel like I will win an award if I go through my whole life without having seen it. Well, I think a lot of people haven't seen Striptease. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't do a lot of do all that well at the theater. So I'm kidding. although for a while there it was on FX every other day. So maybe everybody has seen it. <laughs> Saying you're like, yeah, no, bitch, you ain't getting an award. <laughs> no, you ain't, not for that. You can get an award for something, but I don't think it's for Yeah, you didn't say that. <laughs> you I just said, no, nope, you're not getting an award. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm looking at two awards right now hanging on your wall right here. That is true. Right. I, I have some I have some awards, but in general. Unfortunately, I, neither I, of those was for striptease. No. Or the lack of. <laughs> Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay, so I think we have talked about In-N-Out. Is there anything else in In-N-Out that you want to talk about, the genius of the movie? Well, no. I just think the movie works really, really well all the way around. It make, it's, it's friendly and funny, and you have a nice little poignant moment at the end, and everybody likes the movie, and it's just really good. I agree. And I think Debbie Reynolds is underrated as the mother really oh yeah i thought she did great i think debbie Reynolds. Was and i was so happy she got her wedding at the end with her husband I, right the big white wedding that she wants so bad that's, that's right yeah. you know can i tell you i don't want that like you didn't I, have that i i didn't have that at my wedding and i'm not like aj i can't wait until you get married so we can have another big giant wedding i think it'd be weird if aj wasn't you know in a wedding dress going down the aisle to get married i think that would be odd <laughs> debbie Reynolds was Kevin Klein's mother. I'm not positive she wouldn't have been okay with him in the wedding dress. <laughs> you know I'd be fine Especially with AJ in a wedding dress. There when her and when Tom Selleck and Kevin Klein got together, I'm not too sure she wouldn't have gone for that. <laughs> yeah, you know I'd be fine because I, I I have plans for my son. I want him to help me shop and yeah, live with gay. me forever. And I'm the yeah, only woman in his no, life. It's not gonna happen. I know. It's not gonna happen. You didn't do it right. You did not raise a gay child. I know. He's too boyish. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, he's adorable. I love him to death. But I've got my if he turns out to be gay, I'd be shocked. <sighs> maybe uh, maybe we can try again and get a lesbian little lesbian girl. That'd Screw be you. I'm not having more children. Come on. A lesbian daughter would be fantastic. She could mow the yard. She would change the oil. She would rotate her tires. All this shit that I don't want to do. <laughs> uh, it'd be so good. We wouldn't have to pay for it. All we'd have to do is like, you know, buy her some Birkenstocks once in a while. And she would take Our lesbian friends don't wear Birkenstocks. They are bad, bad lesbians. <laughs> Buy some Birkenstocks. Do you not buy Birkenstocks. <laughs> buck the buck the trends. It's Pride Month for God's sake. Show some pride. No, nope. some more keys. I'm with you, girls. Get some flannel. <laughs> Bow my yard. I don't think they have any flannel. 
they might. They might have flannel, and they have a huge ring of keys. But other than that, <laughs> buck the trends. Don't buy Birkenstocks. Yeah, because those are all Jamie's shoes. If Jamie, <laughs> only Jamie can have Birkenstocks. And I'm happy with them. I can't believe Birkenstocks still exist, quite honestly. They're, I don't understand They're it. trendy. They're ugly. They're trendy. <laughs> they're ugly. <laughs> Crocs still exist. I don't understand that either. Crocs are a travesty. Croc, Crocs, people I see, uh, it's like people that wear white after Labor Day. What's wrong with you motherfuckers? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Like I want to to resist that so bad, but I would I'm like, be, I would give you so much shit. <laughs> I'm like, my gay friends will just give me shit after shit after shit. That's true. I would put pictures on Facebook of you doing inappropriate things in white after Labor Day. <laughs> I, I would Photoshop your head onto people doing inappropriate things on Labor Day. <laughs> so while I'm here for Pride Month, can I just tell you the struggle is real for us straight friends with gay friends? No. Yes, right here. Straight Pride. <laughs> you gotta have a walk. <laughs> You're going to have a, the a is, No, You want to raise some money I'm for straight awareness? I'm wearing my white pants after Labor Day. No, you're not. I'm throwing caution to the wind. We will all stand around and throw our iced coffees upon you and go shame, shame, ding, ding, and then another iced coffee round. So listen, I'm a basic bitch. It's fall. As long as it's a pumpkin spice latte. Just wear some fucking winter white. You'll be fine. That, I don't know what qualifies as white versus winter white. White is white, and, and winter ivory white is, is ivory. White. I get it, and I'm like, oh, is the shade difference enough to wear it? Yes! I can't handle it. Nope, I'm just not going to wear anything. That's a, that's an appropriate choice, also. Okay. I mean, just go back to your khakis. <laughs> get some more khakis. With your pleats. Go ahead, get some gapped clothes, sweatshirts, <laughs> old navy. <laughs> You'd be fine. <laughs> is she laughing because it's true <laughs> just a little bit go fuck yourself i love my khakis khakis <laughs> i love my old navy sweatshirt and i wear my birkenstocks proud yeah we know your birkenstocks your not khakis, today and your old navy sweatshirt okay so michael's gonna absolutely have an aneurysm I embrace straight it. Straight pride. Are you going to straight pride in Boston? No. Is it cause, over? Because their flag sucks. They have a flag? Fuck yeah. It's a black it. and white flag. <laughs> well, they, you know how bad straight people are with color coordinating. <laughs> they so know bad. black and white goes together, so they put that together. Do you hear Axe Body Spray refuse to support I them? I said. I thought that was hilarious. We're going to have to fucking start using Axe Body Spray. Yeah. Body nah, Spray. I mean, okay. You can. Uh, Mark can use it. He's straight. Mark can have straight Axe Body Spray. I literally just turned. I just typed in "straight pride" oh. on accident. And what did we get? I I I changed it. Wow, it really is black and gray. It's oh god, it's like shades of gray. Oh, that's really tacky. It's it's technically this. So black and white with the female and the male symbol, but the the female symbol symbol is on its side because women are subjugated to males. That's right. Side. People are like, "Are you kidding me? Could it be any more terrible?" They are horrible people. I'm straight. I'm straight. No, the, th- the three guys that came up with straight pride. Okay, okay. Not straight people in general. Because sometimes that's what it is. We are not quite to the point where we do not need straight people yet. We still <laughs> need you to make us more gay people. So, because it's out so of, expensive to do it in the lab. And out of you <clears throat> and Kelly mm-hmm. and me, yeah. I'm the only one that procreated. But he's not gay. Who? AJ. I tried. You don't even remember? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even remember? <laughs> You are I tried so hard. We watched together. musicals. 
I took him shopping. We went to Disney on Ice. You know what did it? What? You let him wear Crocs. I remember those fucking Crocs. They had teeth. Fuck you, bitch. I just bought him new Crocs. Of like, course you did. Because you're a basic straight bitch. <laughs> I bet you wore your Birkenstocks, your khakis, and your old Navy sweatshirt when you bought the Crocs. <laughs> She's like, shit, I did. <laughs> I know, because we got a Facebook picture of me buying Crocs. I didn't. I bought my Crocs online like everybody else. That's how that Crocs works. Online. <laughs> At the Crocs.com store. I have no idea. I thought that came from like Walmart or something. So, <laughs> I know we're over time, but I'm going to share my most embarrassing story in a pair of Crocs. Oh. <laughs> don't have, I'm scared. Don't, don't have that risk. Scared people, I'm scared. <laughs> Shut up. I have a lot of embarrassing stories. and Everybody some, has a lot of embarrassing and stories. And someday I'm going to do podcasts with all my most embarrassing stories because they make me laugh. But my most embarrassing story in Crocs. So most of you might, well, some of you might know, Crocs came out with a nice line of ladies' footwear. And I'm not talking mm, like nice clogs. Like Croc standards. No, they're nice. They are like strappy sandals. They have a wedge. They have, I mean, it's nice. I don't know. Go on. I'll show you my pair later. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. So I was wearing a pair of these Crocs. I, but you know, they're like rubber. Yeah. So I, was backing up at work like i was i was <laughs> i know what this is where this is going yes i was backing up at work and we have these she like means stepping back i was stepping back <laughs> and we have these vents on the floor that air comes through whether it's heat or cold depending on the season my croc stop laughing at me I, that's just how vents usually work but i'm glad we defined that <laughs> They don't always stick out. Now that we all know how vents work, let's go on with the Crocs They don't story. always stick out, especially on the floor, but these do. I mean, that's true, but okay. all right. I don't know that they only stick out when hot and cold air come out of them, though. That, it always sticks out. Later on, this will be featured on her Most Embarrassing Stories podcast <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm talking to a friend of mine, a different Michael. Other Michael. I'm in his cube. Mm-hmm. I start to back up, and my foot gets caught on the vent. It's and because I, you're wearing Crocs. And I fall backwards. Vinch flashed him. My skirt goes up above my head. <laughs> Michael. I'm not thinking about Michael's reaction. I'm thinking about your boss's reaction. To yes. This. <laughs> so the, the guy I was talking to was looking at me like, oh my God, are you okay? My boss, who is also gay... Comes around the corner, sees my skirt above my head, and my panties flashing everyone, goes, ooh, <laughs> turns around, and walks away. That rat bastard. He didn't want an HR complaint. <laughs> he could have helped my fat nah, ass off the floor. issue. I mean, you know, there's sexism in the workplace. I mean, he didn't want to be accused of sexual If it had been a man, he would have picked his ass up off the floor. But because there were panties involved, he literally <laughs> ran away. He's like, oh my God, I cannot handle this. Were they good panties? I, you know, unfortunately, I'm at the age. Was it laundry day? Right. No, I'm at the age where all my panties are granny panties. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe if you've been wearing good panties, he would have been like, hey, those are nice. I'm going to go help her out. (laughs) (laughs) But instead, he's like, ooh, gingham. I can't be involved in that. There's a lot of panties there. I got to walk away. I can't be involved in this. That's right. (laughs) That looks like a 50-50 poly blend. I can't be over there. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we have explored the idea of gay pride in a... Very non-traditional res- way, respectful and mature way. Sure. <laughs> he literally rolled his eyes at me. Okay. Uh, anyway, 
thank you all for joining us. I had a great time tonight talking about the birdcage, in and out and other gay topics. Um, I hope you guys are proud. Those of you who are my gay listeners, we're there for you. If you need an ally, I'm here for you. But uh, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And please tune in next week for another new episode of My Poor Friends. Adios. Thanks. Bye.